Like I've been learning kind of how not to uh, what's the name? I guess like overdo it. Well, what's overdoing it though? Like just like, cause at this point, like I really just be like by myself, so I be banging them out by myself. So it's just like, so if I were to sit here and like let this burn like all the way out by myself, and then like right behind it, like roll up another joint, and then like that might be overdoing it, but like I'm gonna let this go out, and then like halfway through, I probably like light it again. And then, like, mm-hmm. I just, like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, Pace yourself. more or less, and it's just like, if I'm going to go ahead, then, like, when we about to get up out of here, if, you know what I'm saying? We probably sitting, and then I'll go ahead. But yeah. I just realized I've been talking for 53 seconds. Yo, what's up, yo? We back. <laughs> back again, part two. Yeah. Another part two. Basically. Yeah, I mean, a whole second episode for that ass, because one, one doesn't enough. Like uh, like DJ Khaled, we needed another one. Yeah, we had to break this shit up. It uh, had to make sure y'all come back. Yeah, I mean. So, you know, you want the conclusion? You had to come back. You had to tune in. You had to come back for that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, give you shit for free. You know. Can't I am not it. guts. <laughs> you know, I am not pre. Ah. Crafty. Crafty. We're clever. <laughs> We're some we're guys. Old. We're some we're some guys. Damn it. We're through being cool. Alright, so if I recall correctly where we left off was athletes. Or that's what we was going into. We left what off we, was going into? we left off on albums. Mm-hmm. We left we were off talking on about albums. music, yeah. Right. So now we stepping into the athletes. I'ma let you kick it off with the uh top top uh top uh NFL players of the decade. Ugh, it's a good list. Such a good list. Um, For those who may not know, uh, Guts is the... Resident NFL analyst. All right, we, I was, because you, you know me, I overshoot all the time, and I'll be trying to find all these wild-ass synonyms. So, yeah, I'm glad you went ahead. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the NFL, NFL correspondent. Historian. Die! All right, yeah, yeah. You the correspondent, historical correspondent. Yeah, you know I mean? there you go. All right. I've seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Or rather, you know, I learned myself. Anyway, uh, Players of the Decade. Players of the Decade is just, it was wild for me. It was a lot of hard decisions, but I'll keep it, I'll keep it brief. Uh, before I get into this list, shout out to LSU. Just won in a college championship. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, I mean, shouts out to Joe Burrow. Uh, completing what, what is a storybook, uh, a storybook college career. I wish him the best with the Bengals. Because that's exactly where his ass is going. So, what's going on with them? They're dumpster fire. Yeah. Not really. Um, a lot of bad coaching. Uh, they need to get their defense together. But they have the number one overall pick who we thought was going to uh, Tua from uh, Alabama, but he got injured, and I've been telling niggas, like, yo, he not really what you think he is. Like, just because y'all think Alabama just turns out quarterbacks, how many of them Alabama quarterbacks y'all thought was hot shit have won championships? Zero. None. They just duds in the NFL. You know what I mean? They cool in a college sense, but they just can't hack it in them. 
in the big league. Speaking of which, <sighs> it's crazy how they have it. Yeah, it's just a changing game. Um, you know, being a big fish in a little pond is gonna be like that even at the college level. But when you get to NFL level, everybody's a big fish. Everybody's everybody nice. Everybody, even the worst guy, he, he might be. He might be better than you. Shit. Shaq used to get cooked by uh, uh, Brian Reeves. <laughs> Motherfuckers listening to this probably don't even know who the fuck Big Country is. Oof. He used to get Shaq some problems on Shaq Tiger. That's how I go. And Shaq is Shaq. Shaq is Shaq. They don't get no bigger than that. I mean, granted, it's just a lot of like, a lot of motherfuckers don't work, don't really translate to the to the to the professional level. So shouts out to my my, my top three college quarterbacks. Um Vinny Tessaverdi, um Chad Pennington, and the most illustrious Doug Flutie. I had a rave line about Doug Flutie. <laughs> I just gave up with Doug and Doug. I don't rap no word with it, you know. You know. If I ever get a chance to uh to uh to meet Griselda, I'm gonna have the fresh fucking Marshawn Lynch jersey. Just so niggas know. <laughs> anyway, speaking of which, um so let's start with my first two, which um For the decade, right? For the decade, for the decade. So my first two is gonna be um Joe Thomas, offensive lineman for the the uh, Cleveland Browns, and who was the other one? Uh, was it uh, Tyron Smith of the Cowboys? Of course, great players in their own right. Um, more or less, they've been they've just been solid at their position for a very long time, more than a decade. Joe Thomas especially, he's he was a part of a bad relationship for a very long time. So, uh, he's he's been thirteen years of just bad quarterbacks, bad offenses, and like bad defense, like a whole dumpster fire of a fucking franchise. But he's been the Pro Bowls almost his whole career. Mm. So he's a bright spot. My next two, we get on the other side of the ball because I'm a trench dog for life. Um, Aaron Donald and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is such a curious case because I really thought he was going to be a duck coming out of Wisconsin, but he proved me wrong. He called me a bitch, and he proved me wrong. <laughs> and he's probably one of the better he defensive ends. Huh? He's been on fire. I wish he was on fire in that, uh, I guess, Andy Reid. I guess that didn't happen. Yeah, they got uh, they got cooked by twenty, and they was up by twenty four. That's crazy, guy. Yeah. It's not you don't fuck with the mustache. Andy Reid don't play that. He heard it with snacks. Now you fucked. Anyway, and uh, Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald is what I would like to be if I ever played in the NFL. I'm jealous. But no, he's a defensive force, um, a straight wrecking ball, at defensive end. Like, you got a game plan for him because that's your main concern. That's just, uh, <laughs> if you don't, you, your quarterback's getting fucked. So there's four defensive players, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no. Two offensive linemen, two defensive ends. 
Um, my next two uh, D backs, uh, because corners need love too. Um, my first one is a guy who is currently retired. You know, living out his better years, doing whatever he's doing right now, probably supporting his kids, many kids. Uh, Darrell Revis, Revis Island. The I don't want to say last of the real shutdown corners, but like, if you're a shutdown corner, it sucks for you, cause it's like you do a great job, just so your stats go to shit for the rest of your career. And what I mean by that is niggas not gonna throw to your side. Right. If they're not throwing to your side, you're not getting no you're not getting no production. Dion. That's why when you see this, when you see Marcus, he be the exception to the rule. Dion is not even top. 15 on the on the interceptions list. Yeah, still, he's one of the greatest He's He is. He is. Time. That's crazy. And I can't refute that, but that's just because nobody wanted to throw that way. They knew Dion will work, and Dion will make make your wide receiver have fits. There are very few receivers that got under his skin, and he just, he just does, he does a lot. <clears throat> With the length of numbers in their position being indicative to how good you are? Pretty much. But, like, it's like, so. Dick's like, a, you, might, you might get a, you might really rank him more so. I think a lot of times when you look at Dion and it's the highlights, it's the interceptions and shit. Right, because it's what he did with right, the ball. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, not him affecting the, the offenses in a way that they had to play around him, essentially. But the fact that. Wasn't but so many passes going to that side of right. the field is where you like yo, prime time is it right? Understood. If you can shut down the whole side of the field, great. Um, but he was helping with the, the with the pass defense, with the rush defense. He was great all around. But it's not going to be guys like you know who's the current the current interceptions leader who is probably one of my favorite NFL names of all time, Dick Night Train Lane. Holds the record for interceptions, and it's just because like motherfuckers just didn't care. They're like, all right, well, that's our best receiver, so we got to keep throwing to him. And he's right. just like, well, all right, okay, well, we warned you. But that brings me to the next person, which is Earl Thomas, who's currently still playing. Mm. And um, I didn't want to talk about his game against the Titans, but we're gonna have to talk about his game against the Titans because he was talking cash shit, talking about. Oh, man, the Patriots, man. The Patriots look like they didn't want to tackle Derrick Henry. So, I'm going to tackle him. And my man got little kid fucking, like, Derrick Henry pushed this man so hard that he turned him around and started using him as a blocker. That's some wild shit. <laughs> but he's, regardless of that, he's a terror for... For pass, uh, for pass defenses. His body language uh, was screaming to me, where's the hope? <laughs> you need all the help you can. Derrick Henry is like my height, my build, but can run a, a, a four, 420 flat. Yeah, I'm saying you're crazy. It's a wild one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not tagging him. Fuck that. Um, I don't, I didn't, how do I put this? I don't have a lot of special teamers because I don't, I don't really like special teams, but I understand it's a part of the game. My only special teamer is Devin Hester. Mm-hmm. Because anytime 
like you got a game plan around a person, you're great. And there was only one game plan. Don't kick the ball to Devin Hester. That's it. That's all you got to do. But yet and still, people would kick to him, and he's and, and before you know it, he's running back to the house. He was gone. He was he was like he was the second coming of Dante Hall. I was just about to say that too. I was going to ask you who, who you between the two. Who you? If he would have, if he would have, like, I feel like if he would have between him and Priest Holmes back then, mm-hmm. that was the Chiefs. Oh yeah. I really think if he would have uh, given up on his offensive aspirations and really dedicated himself to the defensive side of the game, he would have been way bigger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you like what you like. Right. Yeah. I mean, I used to kill motherfuckers with him on Madden, but you. dude. <laughs> but it was just episode quick. Boy, straight. Just a streak. You're not catching him. My only thing with him was he has to catch the ball, and he didn't have a high catching rate. So it was just like I'm throwing in these deep blows, but it's just like a a 25 percent chance yeah, he's gonna catch it. Yeah. If he get it, it's beautiful. It's over. If he don't it's over. You hate to see it. It brings me to the quarterbacks. I only had two, and I had to take a 15 minute break and like cry in a corner and tell myself I couldn't put Tony Romo on this list. But I mentioned him, so fuck y'all niggas. Uh. My two quarterbacks, of course, one of my favorites being Peyton Manning. I've been watching him since Tennessee, and when he was a volunteer, a young, a young Manning, son of Archie. You are giving this credit though. He he did it. He did this thing for a long time. Hell yeah. Tall Uh, ass head. You know this? Yo, he's 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 a Hall of Famer soon. And as much as it pains me to say this, I'm not a hater in the sense of I'm blind to what people do. So Tom Brady's on this list. Tom Terrific has such a storied uh, story career from 2000 on to now. He basically owns it. There are very few Super Bowls he hasn't been in. And he's won five of them. So for me to... So for, I, I couldn't not include him on this list, so I did anyway. Now you see how I felt about Drake. Oh, God, here we go. You gotta remove your biases and be fair. Just, you know, call it what it is sometimes. All right. I'm not saying I understand, but I understand now. Um, Yeah. Uh, My next one is uh, linebackers, and as many of them as there was, there are two that currently like dominate right now. And as much as I wanted to name a declining Ray Lewis, you know Terrell Suggs, um, Haloti Nada. Uh, Clay Matthews, the second. Uh, no, no, no. I'm gonna give you the new hot shit, and I'm gonna give you B Wags, Bobby Wagner, aka the current leader in tackles for this year. 
and Luke Keekley. They ain't no playing Luke Keekley at all. He's a savage. He got to the Super Bowl for a reason. And he was an overall savage. So that's why I made this list. I appreciate those guys. They, they, they're, they're monsters in the midway all the time. And last but not least, the running back position. This was equally as tough because there was a lot of good Cowboys running backs. But I'm going to give it to my first one, who I know this sounds problematic, so bear with me. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, for all intents and purposes, coming out of college because fuck Oklahoma. Um, was probably one of the better running backs going into that draft. Number one overall. And he dominated in the NFL. Like, I literally watched him. And this is a rare thing I do. I watched that entire game between the Minnesota Vikings and the Chargers where he set the single-game rushing record in front of LaDainian Tomlinson, and LaDainian Tomlinson just had to watch. <laughs> Shout out to LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, shouts out to Darth Vader. Chargers was alright. They was alright. They had good teams. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't put that shit together. Also, shout out to Sean Marion. Ah, yeah. AKA Lights Out. Um, and then last person on this list that we rounded out, uh, kind of pains me to say this, but he is a prolific runner and he has rushing titles and, you know, he, he was noteworthy for this decade. So I had to put him on here. Uh, LaShawn McCoy. Shady was a pain in Philadelphia, but he was also very productive as a running back. I mean, I remember his early days in Philadelphia where he wasn't getting as many touches because Andy Reid doesn't believe in running backs. But <laughs> um, he he seen tenure under Chip Kelly, which led him to, you know, get some Russian titles and... Uh, other accolades under his belt. And he did the damn thing. So I can't be mad at that. So that rounds out my list of NFL players of the decade. You may not like it, but these are niggas I respect. And I know more about football than you. So, fuck you. Yo, I want to give a shout out to fucking Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to the brothers that's holding it down. You know what I mean? That's all I got, yo. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got. I don't, I don't, I don't really like how they treat the brothers in the NFL, so I kind of, you know, refrain from, uh, you know, uh, patronage, if you will. But uh, y'all cannot watch. I'm gonna still watch. That, that you, that, that, what that got to do with the price scene? Trying to good brother. I said that I, in particular, now, will not be partaking in the viewing pleasures. Displeasures, if you will, of the National Football League that is the NFL. Well, that's because you're not in the football as much as I am. I wait wait whole off-seasons waiting, fucking glued to BJ Report, listening to different things going down, how off-seasons is going. 
different acquirings, different different releases, just to get back to football in August. Uh, August is so far away. Yeah, yeah, it is coming to a close. Season is good. Yeah. And then we all start and we start over again. I be having a hard time during the uh, basketball season. I ain't going front. But it's short. <laughs> it don't feel that way. It don't. But I got from February until August. Six months. No, I'm trying to remember the basketball thing. Um, basketball's over what? June? Yes. Essentially. And then it's back in October. More or less. And maybe September if you count the preseason. Preseason, summer league. Like it's some you get summer league. league. I don't get no summer shit. <laughs> they be doing something. I, all I get is OTAs. That's all I get. I just gotta like salivate over OTAs, which means nothing to me. Hell, I think they should abolish preseason and give me two real games. But you gotta test out your offense. Preseason be boring. Honestly. And it's just another reason for niggas to get injured. That I need not to be injured. Like, preseason basketball will be corny sometimes. I don't know preseason football is corny. Because this is just a big tease. It's like, all right, this is a football game. This is a real, actual football game. And then your starters get taken out in the first quarter, and you're just like, who are these niggas? All right. Maybe the first and last time you see them. So. Mm-hmm. Until, the fourth, until week four when they do it. What I like to call the dinner rehearsal, which is like they stay in for three quarters. Mm-hmm. It's called dinner rehearsal. You're not running a full offense. You just kind of just like, oh, we're all here. And we're just going to see how this goes. We're just running it through. That's it. You ain't going to see no nasty shit. It's just like a it's softcore porn, basically. On that note, we're going to switch gears. <laughs> we're going to get to the top NBA players of the decade. Oh, shit. A little list I've composed here. You know, some of my favorites that I've had the pleasures of watching this past 10 years. And, um... Some names may be missing. What I like to do is I like to have my honorable mentions just due to the fact, uh, you know, sometimes people don't sometimes people don't make the list just because this being one of those things like, you know, you, you, you creating it, you, you know, you, you, you get to the end of it and then you're like, oh, man, I forgot about such and such. I already know three people on this list. Like, I didn't even look at your list and I know three people on this list already. Well, you know. Let's just gonna get it, get right to the food then, and then, you know if that's the case. We're just gonna go ahead. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead, and this is from my heart. Mellow. <laughs> Soon as you said from my heart, I was just like Mellow. I knew it. <laughs> You're jumping the pistol. 
You're jumping the pistol. Don't lunge over the pistol, good brother. Don't lunge over the pistol now. Now go to the next one. <laughs> Ain't no going to the next one. I'm still on the fr- I'm still on one. Okay, go ahead. I'm still on one. <laughs> My main man. <sighs> Easy money sniper. Kevin Durant. That was one of my three. That's all right. That's all right. Listen, man, we so we both got eyes. Like, what you? This cat, like, come, cat, look, dog. Kev? all day, baby. Kev? Longhorns. Come on, yo. He's killing, man. Come on. You talking about a seven foot two guard as far as I'm concerned. Like, what? Crazy with the head, dude. Man. Come on, yo. No, Kev was killing shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Slim Reaper. What is it, two championships, if I'm not mistaken? At least two, right? Yeah. I know you like that, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. all right. They don't count. No, they count. They count. He did his thing, man. I don't give a... As far as I'm concerned, ain't no Golden State Warriors. That's Kevin, them. You know what I'm saying? And he done left, so they, whatever they is, and he done went to the Brooklyn Nuts. So you know who Brooklyn Nuts is now? Kevin. Kevin, them. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's when you put it count. like that, when you say Kevin, them, I'm like, all right, maybe they count. It's Kevin, them. Like, that, that's the... Dog, <laughs> that's really what it is. Like it wasn't, and it's fucked up because they tried to make it seem like it wasn't that, and then it's so obvious. And then when it was that, and then when everybody seen that, when it was just like, oh, Steph off, Clay off, Draymond being a bitch, Kev bail us out, pull out forty. And what he do? Pull out forty. You know what I'm saying? Like. You look at him down. That shit dilapidated like fuck, man. Because Kevin Clay injured. Like. And Draymond I, just looking stupid. Like, I don't even want to, like. Because uh, I don't like, remember, like, the shit. What? <laughs> no, go ahead. No, because I was thinking, like, Draymond talked about how he diminished his game just so, like, Kev and Clay and Steph could, like, flourish. And I'm like, all right, you diminished your game. Now take over now because it's just you, pussy. Oh, what you forgot? Yeah. But, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's like. I'm sorry, I don't mean that, Draymond. Yeah, man, listen. So, I forget who they played in the in the East, but when they won, what, they won two before Cal got there? Or one? Mm, they won one. Because Kevin was right after the, I think, the Cleveland so championship. That, all right, so yeah, that's who they played. And they got one, and they lost the other, and then Kev came. And then they won two straight. So, this is my thing, right? Y'all outpowered, or outmanned, more or less, the Cavs the first song. And they, you know, or the second. Whatever the fuck they should happen, because I... I don't remember the chronological order or anything. Um, it was uh, Golden State and a Cleveland won one. And then they felt like they... First of all, I thought Kev was going to go to the fucking... Where did I think he was going to go? I thought he was going to go to like to the Knicks or something like that. Or just some team where he wasn't... He was just like completing something. Like it was going to be like this crowning jewel. Just dropping on. And now teams are left high and dry with all this cap space. The Warriors were so fucking good doing all that three-pointing shit, whatever, whatever, whatever. Motherfuckers caught on after a while. Like, yo, we could just get a bunch of tall-ass players and they can't shoot over. Like, they going to get tired. We got tall-fast players. Because I, I called it, I, I think that was 2016. I told people, 
Teams like the Bucks is going to give the Warriors a hard time because you're not going to shoot over six, seven point guards because at the time they had Michael Carter Williams. You can say what you want, but he can he could if he don't do nothing else, he could play defense. He could. So they got over for a minute shooting over people, and then they had to play like a fully healthy uh, Cavs team. They could pretty much you know match their energy, and they had to go and they had to get my man. Kev, and like you, it, so it's just like even even if the the Brooklyn Nets can do whatever that they're gonna do this year, when Kev come back, this shit is gonna be totally and completely different, and that's gonna probably be one of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference. It's not number one. I don't really. Kyrie can play, but Kyrie has to want to play. So with that being said, I don't believe in Kyrie all the time. So shout out to Korea, you know. But I had to continue on with this list. This is not, you know, the Kev Fest post. Uh, moving on, I'll give it to Brian. Won't go ahead, give it to Brian. Um, LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? I, I might not be the biggest LeBron fan, but at the end of the oh, day, we, we, oh, for real, I'm, you, we are bearing witness to some wild shit, and the fact that his play is normalized now. Kind of boggles my mind. What you mean? Like, so we like the media has said everything they wanted to say about him. They said that oh, he's not a volume shooter. LeBron can clearly shoot for sixty to seventy points a game, but he needs the rest of his team to shoot for at least twenty. So he needs to facilitate that shit. Now, when you get to like. I want to he say, just really gave the ability to like shoot the way that he'd be shooting. He wasn't always like. No, I know that. Uh, he didn't get he didn't get a shot until like, I want to see that uh, that Spurs championship when basically uh, the Spurs were just like, all right, all right, back up, back up, everybody crowd the crowd the rim, let this nigga shoot, and he bricked it that first couple games. But then he started getting wet, and they were just like. Ugh. I don't know what to do now. I feel like he got better with shooting before he left Cleveland this last time. The first time? Yeah. Yep. There you go. This last time. Like, that's when I really started, like, noticing, like, he really shooting from, like, behind the three-point line. Like, basically, when the game got to that point where it's just, like, we play from behind the three-point line, mm-hmm. and then we might try to score a two if we can't get nothing else, mm-hmm. that's when I really started to notice that, like, he's, like, really, like, set into it. And it's just, like, this is what I do now. Also, another thing is he basically like there's a difference between like a game, like a a team that has an offense ran through one player and LeBron basically coaching from the key. Right. Yeah. And he'll like slow down the game, move motherfuckers around, then assist. Which goes into one of the reasons why he gets dominated for me. Like I said, I'm not the biggest broad fan, but I'm a fan of the game. And I got to be, you know, honest and put my bias to the side. You know, he, he, he really he really is an impressive uh, impressive talent in the game. Uh, like you said, basically being an on-court coach mm-hmm. and, you know, setting, setting up players and getting the play and just, you know, everything that he do uh, – with 35 now, still, you know, playing at a high volume. I think he's like 37. No, nah, he's not that old. Not yeah. yet. Nah, you, damn, you put it on him. No, nah, he ain't that Hell old yeah. yet. 
Not, not yet. He uh still playing, you know, a powerful game, but mm-hmm. uh, he's also adapted, you know, other like, you know, he's shooting there, shooting from a you know distance, different things of that nature. O- off the court activities, you know, got a beautiful family, is, you know. Taco his, Tuesdays. His, his uh Taco Tuesdays. His uh his sons are now you know getting into sports. Shout out know. to Bronny. Uh, he built a school. The list goes on. I promise. So I got I got to give Bronny's props. And, um, real quick, I'm gonna give a hot take and then we can move on. <sighs> it pains me to say this, but what you about to say? I feel like this might even be a cold take. I feel like everybody knows of this now. Okay. Uh, LeBron James will not pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in points. The timeline doesn't really match up. And then how you know when he retiring? You think his production is going to stay the same? Then and the course for him to get like I think is. Where is he at on the list, too? Three? Maybe no four? He's not no third. Yeah, he is. Nah. He passed. He been passed. Michael. Hold up. Uh, we're, we're now looking this up because we don't like... Uh... Because, uh, uh, you know, we like the, we like the FX. Fifty facts are a thing. Um, he alright. No, he not at three. Kobe, Kobe at three. He about to pass Kobe. Wait, hold on. Huh? He passed Kobe before the season's out. Oh yeah, four. He'll pass Kobe before the season's out, which is not really an issue. Uh, Karl Malone might be two seasons from now. Cool. Now we had two seasons. So you saying? In three seasons, he's going to make up maybe 5,000 points. I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do. I'm just saying, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what this is. I didn't think he was going to do all the shit he did. He did that. That's what I'm saying. Like, ain't no time. By the time he retires, Kev will be on the list. For sure. Like, on the list. I'm surprised Allen Iverson's 25, but... Cool. Thanks for that segue. So, with that being said, next pick, none other, my main man, just for reference sake, number 18 on the all-time scoring list. Here we go. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. I don't give a fuck. 4-3. Yo, no, fuck all this shit. Fuck all this shit. No, fuck this shit. No, I'm talking my shit now. No, you got me tight because you, you talking over my man and shit. Fuck it. No, yo, let me tell y'all something right now, bro. Yo, straight up, one-on-one. I don't give a fuck who you like. Oh, Melo will dead knock that shit to fuck. Mello, best, one of the best scorers that any, if you are, if you are the age, between the age of Fuck it. Anybody. The best, the best you ever <laughs> seen. The best you ever seen. One of the best. One of the best. If you've seen Kobe. If you've seen Kev. If you've seen who else. If you've seen Lee AI. Bro. Who? LeBron. If you've seen Bron. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Don't relax. <laughs> yeah. 
Melo right in there with all of them, one of the best. D Wade, one of the best scorers in the game. That'd be a good one. And you know that. what I'm saying? When you when you look at what he been through the past couple years, as far as you know, motherfuckers, you know, basically trying to bury him alive, and for him to emerge this season with the Portland Trailblazers and to be doing what he doing, I I gotta give it to him. You know, he 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 started the decade out hot with the Knicks. Really, you know, put on for the city of New York and, you know, really did his thing. In bathrobes and bodegas. You know, relax. He did his thing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, he had the little stint in uh, OKC, then he went to the Rockets. There wasn't really nothing, whatever, whatever. Like I said, emerged from the from the dirt. They tried to bury him alive. Portland Trailblazers doing his thing right now. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite players. I got to pop my shit because, like I said, everybody really was coming to... Motherfuckers was talking to me with spite in their voice. Like, yeah, yeah, you see Melo dead. Yeah, he ain't shit done. I'm like, you need to relax. Like, y'all, think, y'all feel like you talking to me now. Like, relax. Now you inside. Get you late. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, man. <laughs> oh, um, I man was going to say... All right, one-on-one, Melo versus D-Wade. Are we talking Flash D-Wade or D-Wade D-Wade? It don't matter. I feel like Flash D Wade would give him some shit though. Okay. No. Wait, what? Yeah. Ain't no no you I'm saying like what? Like no, like Alright. Cause if that's how you wanna compare it then like Nick's mellow was a problem. Denver mellow was a problem. Of course. So it's like Denver Mellow was like the new bad boys. Like I was like I was really enjoying that. So it was like we, it, I do want that picture of him. So D Wade just gonna basically just just cook him. I ain't say he was gonna cook him. I just said it was a good match. Uh, it could go either way. I think the banana boat crew has probably played that out more than once. It probably, and I bet you for a fact, I know Mellow get that nigga problems. I didn't say he wouldn't. He too big. <sighs> But D-Wade has done some things. I don't want to do D-Wade not nothing to sneeze at. Not at all. D-Wade not fucking with that, though. Next one, Les. No. I don't even think I'm done. No, I'm finished. Yeah, shut off some of them. I was about to throw this cup at you, dog. Yeah, Get the fuck out of here, dog. It's over. Hey, man, listen, dog. 60 at the Garden. I think it was 62 for real, for real. Shout out to Bernard King, but Melo broke that record. So, but yeah, next shout one on the list, man. Definitely shout out to Bernard King. But next one on the list, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think I said it right. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh shit. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I said it right. Now this nigga name. I said it right. I said that shit right. I said, oh, God, I said it with an accent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Grease? Greece accents, but you know. Atetokounmpo. Atetokounmpo. It's African. I think it's African. It's it, it's a that's it. It's a classic Greece name. For real? I think so. I know he's African, huh? That might be a mix of the both. Probably. Probably. I think he was drafted in twenty twelve. I'm going yeah. to look for reference. Yanis. I'll take a you know he's great though. Like it, to 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 see how he came up, and I was close. Twenty thirteen, fifteenth pick. 
Nobody really knew who the hell he was. Some Greek nigga. He's just six eleven, and you know they said he had like a guard set, whatever. It was just like, yo, that nigga skinny as shit. He's gonna be good, and um, he can't shoot. I, what is I this? kept my eye on him, you know, for a long time. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what? He couldn't shoot. Listen, man. How you got a guard set but can't shoot? He ran a court, and Jason Kidd had him playing guard. Cause he knew what he saw in him. Exactly. So. Further to my point, he came in, worked his way up. You see where he is now. He he definitely one of the. I you can say you 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 can make a an Greek argument for him being being the dog. I'm not gonna say all that. You can definitely say he top uh, five though. A Greek guy. He definitely top five in the. Uh, I would say in the NBA right now. For sure, top ten, yeah. top ten player. Uh, what he's doing in Milwaukee right now is really like you know. Shouts like, out to Thonis. Not really, but okay. Wait, what? <laughs> nah. Flip the table. Yeah, that's cool. No, we cause 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 we we we. He got he got some work to put in. It's just right now we just we 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 gonna keep. We, we just celebrating Giannis. Right yeah, now. we definitely just celebrating Giannis and what he doing right. for the for the for, the, for the Milwaukee Bucks and you know just just for you gotta think about where they were like a couple years ago like like not even like like what ten years ago it was a totally different team whatever the fuck they had going on I don't even remember that shit was bleak like like Giannis was just Greek league. And it was dominating that. Exactly. So... Did you know, I... No, never mind. Continue. I'm sorry. He, he come over to the NBA and just, you know, slowly but surely climbing his way up to the ranks and, you know, getting the right help from the right people. You know, he doing workouts with Kobe and this day and the third. You... you But your first two seasons, I think, you, you, you being coached by Jason Kidd. You, you know, you working out. You eating the right things. And, you know, he really like... Getting them big maxing systems. He, he, he wants this shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he going to be around for a minute and he going to be somebody that people need to worry about. If he gets himself a consistent three-point shot, it's over. Yeah. I wanted to say, um, you think, is was there a point where you could see the arrogance of him a little bit, though? Well, like last year, like it's unmastered confidence. I really feel like that's all arrogance is. It's unmastered confidence, and, but know. not unmastered confidence. But it was just like, do you think like he was like bagging somebody down and like really had that aha moment where he was just like, yo, nobody on this court can see me. Like I'm really dunking on every motherfucking body. Well, I I feel like um. He, I feel like people. I don't know if he always had it. No, he didn't. Like I'm somebody just saying, in the there league. Was a point, though. I, I feel what I'm saying is I feel like somebody. It might have. It might have been around the time where we could hear about him having workouts with Kobe, and I think somebody came along and like said, "Yo, you know, you 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 kind of you kind of crazy. Like you can do some 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 different things and." You know, for him to, you know, kind of like be running down the court and more or less pick the ball up at half court and really take a legit two steps, take off and be able to dunk and finish. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's 
that's some shit in itself. So that's different. Yeah. So you know, he he's he's definitely you know one of those one of those guys, man. He really came to fuck up. I tell you, like fuck yeah. What was that? Uh, he got drafted in. So like two, three years, you started to see like a turnaround more or less. And then it was just up from there. Um, yeah. But I saw signs of him early on. I knew he was going to be somebody. I said, well, this guy's crazy. I think once he put the weight on him, really. That's what did. Really put that, that work into his game. He was like, that was it. Oh, for real. For real. Seriously. Uh, as far as my honorable mentions going, go, I'm just run it down real quick. Uh. Anthony Davis. The uni. Uh, you know, not really a fan of this guy. I'm not really a fan of his game. Oh, uh, yeah. But, um. Here we go. You know. You, 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 you gotta, you gotta give credit where credit is due. And, uh. I gotta say, man, Jimmy Jimmy Butler really. Yo, you know I'm flipping this fucking table. You know who we talking about? I'm talking about Jimmy Butler. We ain't talking about Jimmy Butler. Fuck that nigga. He left Philly. He's dead. To me. I'm talking about Jimmy Butler. Continue. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm giving him some flowers. Uh, yeah, I, you wilding right here. Whoa, you are aggressive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Butler. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm joking. But Jimmy Butler definitely gets an honorable mention from me. I, 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 I've, I've grown to like respect his game. But um, James Harden can get, you know, uh, uh, he gets an honorable mention. They said I'm moving on. Oh, you missed. Uh, Nizzle. We're talking about James Harden. No, I'm moving on. I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, you can move on. You I'm mean, giving him two seconds. You can too. Yeah, I mean. The beard. Fear the beard. First All of. right. So next <laughs> on the list. He's <laughs> hating I see him. He's hating his nigga. First of all. I'm being four. First of all. When man came out of OKC killing shit. <laughs> they ain't see his worth. So he came to Houston. Yeah, I mean to be a real troll nigga. And he doing it right now. I'm mad at him, though, because he hasn't proven to me anything in the playoffs. And he had a lot of playoff moments where he could have shined and had career moments, but just fucking fell flat on his face. You got to go to Rugs Weekend. I heard he has a girlfriend now, so I have I have hope. Is she going to go with him? <sighs> Shit, I ain't thinking that. Go ahead, yeah. next one. I'm depressed. Got to shout out Russell Westbrook. Got to shout out Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Do we have to shout out Steph Curry? We all shout out Steph Curry. Right, damn it. What's your beef with Steph Curry? I just don't like him. Shout out to Aisha Curry, though. I don't really like her. I love her. She a Drake. She wanna be she she an Angela Yeah. You know what? I learned that dynamic after I like really dove into like like when I got when I started following her on Instagram. And listen to how she talks about stuff. I feel like Steph was the only person that like guided her in the right direction. Mm. Like she was really about to do some real wild ratchet shit, but Steph was just like, ah, mm. don't do that. Right. 
get with God. I'm a first round draft pick. Hmm. Be a housewife. We don't know that for sure. Though. I do, yo. We if you ever catch them talking about each other, like just I listen. Never follow her. I do. I like to look at her. I don't know, bro. She one of them people. I see a picture on her voice. And I think at this point, it's just like they love each other, but you can see it's a level of like I put up with Aisha sometimes. I mean, she probably put up with him too. What? What is the? Yeah, mm, I'm not defending Steph. Go ahead. That's it. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm, um. I think we done spent enough time on. The, uh, on I'm only giving one honorable mention because I, I I felt weird that he didn't mention it. We gotta talk about the Laker dog, Kobe Bryant. You know what? That's funny. I actually so you just reminded me. I did not finish my list. Hey, Kobe actually was on my list, and I was saving him for later. The Laker dog, Kobe Bryant, deserves to be mentioned at all times. Well, I didn't finish. I forgot because we started whatever, whatever, and I was just ready to close out because I thought we yeah no Kobe for sure yeah no Kobe Bryant is uh, definitely on my list. Kobe is one of. Uh, my all-time favorite players, one of my favorite players out of the city. I'm not arguing with any of you. Kobe is from here. You can argue with yourselves. Uh, you can argue with yourselves. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Him and she Wallace, my two favorites out of the city. Which completes my trifecta of players I knew was going to be on this list. Oh, um, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he retired this decade. Um, I know a lot of people probably... Might be listening to this and they like, how you got him on the list? And you know, he started like basically, I guess you'd say like phasing out more or less. But it's me counting everything on the court with you off the court because what he's transitioned into after his career in basketball. So he got like a Grammy or some shit? Yeah, he off of, uh, you know, some of his, I forget what it is. His documentary or whatever. Right. And then he, you know, he's doing kid books and, you know, just a lot of different cool Coaches a a girls basketball team, his daughters, technically. Right. So, you know, it's it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of different things that, you know, he's doing. It's, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to give it to him. You gotta give it to him as far as you know what he's doing. Like, shouts out to shouts out to Kobe for getting his own ESPN show because he knew he couldn't work with nobody else. Because when you listen to him talk about basketball, there's a high level of intelligence there. Right. And there's not there's no color analyst that could bounce off of that. Like that. Well, it's passion too. Right. It's passion. You know, he really like he's he's somebody that really like looks at the game, digests it. And breaks it down differently to a point where it's just like he translates it, I think, just to like just everything more or less, like just the science of life he incorporates to the science of basketball, more or less being basketball is a game of rhythm. Right. So everything is just more or less go with the flow and you work within it. Mm. That can be applied to life. They can be applied to an offense. Right. It, it it is what it is. It's like when you hear him talk about like different plays and stuff and like how like he like he gives you your flowers for like it being a great play, but then he goes like, 
all right, well, you could have did this differently if you did this a little bit better. It would have been a highly more efficient play. But he even like he even gets on the defense to tell him, all right, if they went this way and they cut off this lane, this play would have been totally fucked. And I was like, yo, this is really ill. It's a learning experience. Listen, I'm taking all this shit to 2K, just to say. He, he, <laughs> he, he's, definitely, he's definitely a guru when it comes to the game of basketball. Come on. And, um, I'm actually disappointed in myself a little bit that I uh, sped through the list more or less. Than, uh, Come that. June, July, I, I'm going to be smashing shit. I'm, I'm, I'm eating my Wheaties. I'm listening to Kobe. It's over for you niggas. Oh, man. Yeah, I got to get back on the 2K myself. Man. That's crazy. I'm actually a little disappointed in myself. I left him off the list like that, man. That's crazy. Man. I had to make sure he was on here. I ain't going. Because I didn't want to be wrong and be like, no. Nah. I knew all three players was going to be on here, so. Yeah. Oh, you just wanted to be right. Yeah. That's all it was. Mm. <laughs> That's all it was, man. Ain't no Trifecta is complete. I ain't fooling with you. What we got man. next? I ain't fooling with you. What we got next, better is, uh, we won't get into the man, woman of the decade. Mm. But being as though I'm a gentleman, we're going to go ladies first. Woman of the decade, for me, Riri. Rihanna. Such a lovely one she is. You know, she really uh, turned it up on him. The fucking work of art. Um, she really turned it up on him and uh, really just, you know... So so ill, you know, she really uh got the whole world eating out of her palm more or less right now. You know, she got the clothes, she got the shit with Puma, got the makeup line, uh the the, the clothing, the apparel, and uh just people really sitting and waiting for her to drop this album. Like that's like, all they asked her is when you gonna drop this album. Right, and she just hitting with all this other shit and it's just like people are like, We want the album but I love this makeup, I'm gonna buy it. I want the album but this bra is so cute. I want the al- like it, it, it's like people you basically buying five albums with that bra. You're you 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 not only that, but it's like you you're still invested into the brand of Rihanna. Heavy. So it's like she she's she's she's, she's more or less, I was. I, it's it's a podcast I listen to. Shout outs to uh, TRPE, uh, the realest podcast ever. They were having a conversation more or less as far as like you know, uh, the difference between, uh, I guess icons versus like great performers, and it was uh, about Michael Jackson and Beyonce more or less how people aspired. To be Chris Brown, I mean, I, people aspire to be Michael Jackson, and you saw it in your Bobby Browns and your Chris Browns and things of that nature. Whereas with Beyonce, a lot of people just look at what she does, and nobody really tries to like push for that or like you know, kind of like. It's nothing you want to mimic because you know it's a high level of uh, it's a high level of uh, effort there. I'm glad you said that because I feel like what Rihanna doing is some totally other shit. So it's like. To 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 see that more or less, where like you know Beyonce is doing a thing, Beyonce is Beyonce, but now it's getting to a point where it's just like the same way Beyonce is Beyonce, Rihanna is becoming Rihanna. You can't really compare Rihanna to none of the other none of the other uh, women in the game right now. Rihanna is Rihanna. Rihanna has ascended to a certain level where she's damn near untouchable. 
And that's why she's woman of the decade. Because I understand that you could compare, you could try to compare it to Beyonce, but Beyonce is a way better performer than Rihanna. But Rihanna has figured out other avenues that Beyonce has yet to figure out. So that in and of itself, this is like, you you know, Rihanna got a different sound. And I think with, like, like the next, her next album, I think, is really going to be, like, it's going to be some, like, uh, career-defining shit. Just to top off all this other stuff that she's done outside of music. I feel like it's really going to be like, it's really probably going to be like a, like a change I sound more or less. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to what it's going to be. Uh, she, oh, she been, she been talking about it for quite some time. They've been teasing it for a minute. She said so it'd be nice done. to see the final product. And I'm sure it is. She said the album done. And I'd say, I say this also to say that I know I said the negative in which that Rihanna's not a, a, a great performer. But also, y'all niggas ain't wearing no House of Darion anymore. Y'all niggas not wearing Blue Ivy anymore. So, uh, Rihanna is great what she do. Beyonce about to do some shit with Adidas, though. They about to do some Ivy Park uh, Adidas. Shit. They be wearing that uh, Ivy Park shit, though. I be seeing that shit around. I want to see the 50 shit, though. I'm, I'm here for the lingerie. That's all right. I know. Mm. They be, they be lying and shit. If, uh, if anybody from the Rihanna Navy wants to pass his message up, more plus-size models. That's all. But, um, my pick for woman of the decade, I feel like it's tough. I feel like I'm, I'm missing some things. Like, I'm missing all types of, uh, Women that you know could be easily mentioned, or or could be uh, I I don't want to forget anybody. That's all. I just don't. It's not something you want to give like honorable mentions to. It's just like they they deserve their roses. Right. So um, I think I'll talk about um. I'll say this. It took a lot of hard work in, in, in considering who I wanted my woman of the decade to be. But I would be remiss if I didn't say, based on who I am, Cardi B would be my woman of the decade. Mm. She really got it from the mud. Like, <laughs> For sure. She, um, she took, you know, what was supposed to be a 15 minutes of fame, you know, and... And fucking did what she had to do with it. I mean, she she went from being on Love and Hip Hop, having a successful single, and taking a successful single and turning that into a fucking career. Right. Right. Yeah, Bodak Yellow was big. That was a... Uh, I don't think either of us mentioned it as far as uh, songs of the... Uh, Songs of the decade, either. I mean, that was definitely like a big song. Uh, it was a big song of the decade, and I think it's just that our songs of the decade are more or less going to reflect on us than they would anyone else. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I know I also tried to, uh, I just forgot, whatever, it's cool. But she is my woman of the decade. She's, she's been grinding, she's continued to grind, and I just want to see where the effort is going to take her now that she's on top and doesn't really have to. 
You got to maintain the, the being on the top. But Remissa say she she made that decade. She made a lot of moves. A lot of bags have been gotten because of it. But um, I think we should get into uh, Man of the Decade real quick. Shout-outs to the brothers. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it this decade. We, we made it another decade. How about that? Another. Another one. <laughs> I survived the 90s, yo. How about it? I can never fail. Early 2000s. That too. That shit. That shit was different just off of the simple fact. It was like the... Uh, it was like the exiting of the 90s into like some new shit. Right. So it was like the energy was just different. It was the whole new wave. Whole new wave. Also, the 90s was a different time because it was... <laughs> if uh, if anybody gets a chance to, when this episode comes out, if you go on World Star Hip Hop, there's a... Um, an old 90s interview with uh, Lil' Kevin it. And I don't know why this was a trend, but niggas was just doing interviews with motherfuckers fucking in the back. That was Lou. <laughs> of course. Yeah, uh, what we doing there? What we doing there? I would never. It's in the background going ahead. I'd be like, whoa, what is this clapping in the back? Nope, nope, nope. This interview's over. Like, hold up, yo, y'all walking right now. Y'all can't film a porno in an interview. It's the, we do one or the other. No problem, no. One or the other. You're doing too much here. Now, let me know which one, because if one of them, I don't need to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll catch shit when it comes out on VHS. Let me out of here. <laughs> but, um, my, uh, male of the decade is going to, uh, it's going to our boy, Rameek, uh, Mayor, Mayor Meek. As he's officially known. Keeping it in the city. You know what I mean? Nah. I mean, to hear, I'm glad for his rise of fame. I'm glad that he's doing well. This time, you know, right now. He's reached different heights, different levels. I love the fact that, you know, some some Meek fans' favorite album might be like Dreams and Nightmares or Dream Chasers or some shit. Nobody ever hits me with flamers. And that's how I know you're not a Rumi fan. Where were you when it was when it was Meek Mill with the Nappy Breeds up North Philly? Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Y'all weren't around. Y'all weren't even outside. Oh, man. I was there. I was there for all that. Where were you? You know what I mean? Yo, in my bed, one of my favorite songs. Absolutely. Is that available on stream? That should be available. It probably, it's probably not. It should be. That should not on there. I'm about to say. Yeah, I mean, before... No, that shit don't work. Before, before, before he was MMG, I remember when he was Grand Hustle. And we was proud of him for making it out of the hood. And then they re-released Flamers 3. Y'all niggas ain't hip. Y'all not hip. Goons going wild. 
Cause I can't trust niggas riding by my lawn. You wouldn't forty forty long barrel. That joint, yeah, like, be shit. Then the other joint, uh, yo, I'll be up all night. What do you say? He was like, oh shit, I know. This you know what's all right? Yeah, yo, I'll be exactly. up all night, all night. Nigga, dirt sells like right. a battery. Nigga, things like that. I ain't gonna stop till a motherfucker baby. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. I forgot the words. I ain't gonna that, that, that. Like, I remember them joints. I remember it. That's why I be telling people, like, yo, headshot me with something, something different. Yo, yo headshot record, sign up now. Headshot me with something different. I get with Bob. I want one of them hoodies. He's selling the hoodies again. I mm-hmm. get one. I always wanted one. I ain't never grabbed it. So he sold them joints. I got a cow one. Fact. Shout out to Young Bob. Shouts out to him. But yeah, Meek is definitely my pick. Like, just seeing him progress as a person and as an artist. And they get to a point now where you become this beacon for, for, for righteousness and doing right within the city. I have to applaud that. I have to applaud that. It could have went left, it could have went right, but it didn't. You survived, you made it, and now you're here to tell other people what to do right. I'm, I'm for that. Multiple so, bouts. So for that. So that's my that's my pick for, for man of the decade. What you got over there? Honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. We uh kind of had the same pick. Uh, runner up was Drake. Drake. I guess I got a bias. You should relax. Drake. Uh. Yes. Not, so with that being we're said, not, we're not talking about no no baby ducks. Drake. Just Drake. All right. Cool. All right. So come up with future conversations. <laughs> So, you know, well, it shouldn't because if, if I if I didn't, I said runner-up. Some people might even disagree in that, just looking at some of the statistics and certain things of that nature. Uh, Drake was on the charts from the 2010 to 2019. True. So it's like, it's, it's shit like that. Like, I, I have to incorporate that. Like, did he drop an album every year, every year? No. I think he took a couple couple years off. I know. I think he took off last year. I don't think he dropped anything last year. The last thing he dropped was Scorpion. I think that was 2018. So, you know, that rocked out. A lot of that shit was on the charts for, I don't know how long. It's still on the charts. I don't think it's off yet. I don't think so. So, it's just like certain shit. You just got to, you know what I mean? You got to really put your bias to the side. I think this it's is crazy the fact that we had to talk about, or not talk about, but celebrate the fact that he... He was on Billboard so long that when he, like, finally, all his songs fell off, it was like a moment in hip-hop. Because mm-hmm. he dominated for so long. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But he, listen, that's how you, I've got to, now give him his props. But, honestly, Meek, Meek is kind of like a personal pick just off the simple fact, you know, like you said, being from the city and uh, just seeing the progression and everything like that, you know. Uh... He got my pick. Like I said, Meek was, I mean, uh, uh, Drake was a runner-up, and after uh, Drake, it was J. Cole. Right. Okay. I can appreciate J. Cole. Just just off of what um, he's become and what he's doing, 
I, I like the transition now. I appreciate what he's becoming. Yeah. You know, he's got his record label. That, uh, drink. I, granted, I haven't gotten to the Dreamville albums and all of that, whatever, whatever, but I see what he's doing and I hear it's growing volume and all of that. It's, I like it's a that, vibe, yo. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him a one, though. I mean, a lot of a lot of people he signed sound nothing like him, so mm. it should be an easy, an easy one for you, but... Mm. They're doing different things over there, and I, I like what they're doing. I like when he raps on beats that aren't his. Mm. Cause you don't hear it often, and it's just like he kind of like the takes it different. Cause he knows like the the different spaces in which he should be rapping. More or less, but at the same time, it's like I don't know why he didn't like working with uh, producers. I'm glad he's starting to though. I don't know Yeah. I wanna know why they have me following this page. I didn't ask for this. Maybe I'm following. This is crazy. So yeah, those those was those were my uh like I said, my first, second and third five man of the decade. Okay. Yeah. So That's all fair. And just, I, I want to take this time to just kind of like, just, just really like, take a quick glance at just, just certain things. Like what? They really was out here eating Tide Pods, like this, this <laughs> like this decade. Like oh, they man. was out here eating Tide Pods, like there was a Tide Pod challenge, and it was just like it was an epidemic. Like like this 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 was the decade of challenges for sure. Like Yeah. I think Oh excuse me. I think the first challenge might have been or at least the first challenge that I saw outside of like the Soul Going challenge. I wanna say it was the ice challenge, the ice bucket challenge. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. And uh, started out as the well, the ASO or ALS, mm-hmm. ALA for uh, I forget what that stands for. Um, it's a, it's a it's a disease. You can right. get. I think it's uh, something pertaining to the bones or something. I don't I don't really know. Yeah, it's like a deterioration of the body. Okay. And um, they overlaps the time. Um, and they 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 had that, and that was more or less a means of um, it was supposed to be at least raising awareness, and you know I guess. It was a means of educating people. I don't know what it, but that turned into something else. Took away right. a whole other identity. Uh, that became what was all types of challenges from that spring about, and that's where I get into the whole, you know, the tide, the tide pie challenge. Honestly, the first challenge was a uh, remember the cinnamon talent challenge. Mm, yeah, and that if I'm not mistaken, that was way before 2010 when people was doing that. So. Challenges, I don't think challenges is anything that's too new, but it definitely uh became more of a thing. It was definitely prevalent. It had its time. Twenty ten decade, oh for sure. Oh for sure. Because like I said, people was really eating top pies and it was like, you know, surprised that they was uh, you know, getting sick and some of them even dying and shit. Right, now I can't buy a fucking laundry detergent without an ID. Mm-hmm. Like shit like that. Savages. 
What, what do you you had a uh, challenge moment you enjoyed? Um, remember the planking challenge? That was funny. The mannequin challenge was was pretty cool. Ah uh, yeah, that one got old fast. I'm not going for it. Oh yeah, it was cool as shit at first, and then it was just like, all right, y'all. Too many white people appropriating. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. So that tends to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another thing? Remember that show I said, Rocky? Yeah. And he was talking about he was in jail. He was oh, fighting. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> yeah, man, we was in there mixing in the joint. And niggas was was slipping on semen. Slipping mostly and ASAP Furry was just in the corner like what? Yo, what, what? What part of the game is this big fella? That wasn't even the weirdest thing to like happen like when it happened. <laughs> like I don't remember what year that shit happened, but I know it like happened because it happened and it went away, and I I feel like they brought it back up. Yeah. I thought it was going to like slowly die off, but they just keep bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. Yeah, because that's the, some of the craziest shit you ever heard. Like, right. what do you mean? Like, slipping on slipping. That shit was crazy. Speaking of Harlem. Hey. Remember the uh, Mason Kim battle? Yeah. Very much so. I think uh, I think Mace got the better of that uh, deal. I love Kevin to death, but yeah, that's all for no homo. <laughs> if Kevin would have like what was some shit like Kevin really one of my favorite rappers, but at the same time, Mace one of my favorite rappers. Bet. Just really sitting and being objective and like listening to the two tricks. Kim came back and it was just like alright, cool, but like. When Mace came out, it hit different just due to the fact like Mace really hasn't said anything, and Cam here and there has just been throwing jabs throughout the years. So it was right. like for him to finally come back, it was kind of cool. But then at the same time, it's just like, why didn't y'all do this in like two thousand four or something? Mm-hmm. They should have did that. I put they pulled that shit out in like twenty seventeen. Like we don't get the hell out there. Wild, very wild. Slow the shit up. Slow the shit up. Right. What's some of it? You 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 got you got any uh crazy events from this from this decade that transpired? You want to comment? Um, bring up nothing I can think of. But I'm sure there's a bunch of them. That's too many. That's probably why you have a hard time doing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, switch gears and uh, look at some of the uh, some of the come ups yeah. to take place that we bear witness to. When I say come ups, I mean you know people that more or less like because the 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 beauty of social media is you know. 
following these people and things of that nature on social media, if they're selling some, you know, they got a business or, you know, they, they're an artist, you more or less get a, you can kind of get a look at them on an intimate level if they, you know, maybe local yeah. or whatever. I say I say that just because like you know social media just makes everything. I got lost in my description. It's crazy, but social media makes you know it, it kind of makes the world smaller. So oh, yeah. you you see things from the inception a lot of times. Is what I'm trying to say, you see things from the inception and from the beginning, and um, it's a lot of people that you know I I I'm more or less just being a part of the uh, viewing public. I had the uh, chance to uh, you know grow with them, if you will. Absolutely. And um. You know, I just I just want to you know give people roses. There it is. There it is. There it is. Deserve it. You know. So, uh, with that being said, I I have to give a shout out a uh, shout out to Currency. Absolutely. You know, from uh, New Orleans. Uh, he he, his house is crazy, like his front yard. Like the driveway, like to see somebody. He literally just, just, just. It's like he recently had a son. That's what's up. He recently had a son. Uh, he's he's been doing his thing for a minute, and just the, I remember where where I remember who he was. And to see who he's become, it it is some of the craziest shit. And has stayed independent. Has remained independent. You know what I mean? And just to see where he is now, you know, it's it's it's, it's really wonder. It's, like it's some dope shit. You know, the right. music is doing good. Shows still selling out. The merchandise is crazy. Like he he's living it up. The fucking cars. His cars are bananas. Oh yeah. Some of the cars are bananas. So you know, it's just like I said to see where he started off with cash money, and that was in like around like oh five oh six, around that time. So mm. you know he's been at okay. this shit for a minute. Yeah, he been at this for a minute, and to just see him go from young money. Our cash money, more or less, to go over, and he got his own thing with uh, Jet Life. Shit is dope, you know. Oh, of course, shit is dope. So, yeah, that's definitely like I said. That's 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 one of those uh those good come ups. Yeah. Good come ups of the decade. Uh, you 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 got any got anybody you want to nominate? Right, so, give us for come up uh come up of the decade and. Again, a lot of people came to mind. It was a really tough ass pick, but there's a guy from Atlanta who has done a lot this year, and I guess I guess you could say deserves a break, mm. or you know, the he should be he should be ready to reach the next level. So put it that way. But um, father from uh, Awful Records. He's a uh, Atlanta-based uh, artist. Okay. Um, he uh, started his own label, but the reason he's notable is because he's the guy who 
I want to say put Makona on and put him in a position to where he could prosper. And then, you know, he left. So, and that was it. Mm. But he's still putting out music, still doing what he's supposed to be doing. Makona, on the other hand, just is trying to get back in. He's been doing tracks here and there. But But Father's been putting out pretty solid projects. And just trying to move forward with things. As you should. Man. Who you got for a come up with you? Well, Wago 267. Hey. You know, uh, just to see what like he did that. after, uh, I think you're going to say he had 20 years in prison, to see what he did in the. Uh, turnaround that he made from 2017 to now, you know, just recently, uh, him and Gilly's podcast got picked up by, uh, Barstool, uh, Sports. For a couple of them. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to produce it. Um, he, 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 it's, it's, it's some dope shit. He basically, you know, his whole story is, you know, I once was out running wild doing this damn third I got locked up and I said, I'm going to change my life. And, you know, he, he basically, he knew what he wanted and he found out how to get it. Because as far as he was concerned, he had nothing but time, nothing but, nothing in the world but time. So let's go. And, you know, when he got out, he made the best of the situation. And, you know, you see where he is. You see where he's at now. And it's hard not to just be like, man, that's what's up. So, yeah, well, I love my list for sure. Okay. Yeah, super fair. Uh, what's next on us? Uh, besides, uh, what was what I'm trying to think of what it was supposed to be? What's next on that? We done. No, I was asking for what was next on the docket. After the come-ups. Yeah. You ain't here no more? Uh, no, I mean, I I said father. That was pretty much it. Okay, cool, cool. I just wanted to make, I just wanted to give, you know, if you had any more. I no. only, I, I, my main one was, uh, was currency. And, uh, after that, you know, while, uh, Meek, of course, you know, but we kind of gave Meek, you, you can basically take what I said, copy, paste it, boom. So, you know, Meek, Meek is definitely on that list. Uh, moving on from that, being as though this definitely, uh, happened during the decade, Obama was president, so was Trump. Trump. Totally different times in American history. And, uh, so totally different time within the time span of itself I mean you look at what was that 2010 I think the presidency began in 20 in 2008 so in 2010 that's the beginning of the third year going into the fourth mm. Second term began in 2012, ended in 2018. Mm. 
and Trump becomes president. Yeah, that has though. Wait, no, am I am I right or am I wrong? Twenty. 2016, 2018 is when Trump became president, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you just look at the shift in the world and how a lot of things, because, I, I mean, I feel like, honestly, when when uh, when Obama became president, the, the world kind of changed, somewhat for the good, somewhat for the worse. Right. But um, when Trump got in, it's kind of like the already agitated people got a little more ir- ir- irritated, got a little more irritable. And now they have no open the Yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's definitely like I I just think because I can remember more or less like before Obama was president. Oh yeah. And I can remember after Trump was like. After Trump became president, basically, like I can see the difference in, you know, society and like that shit is crazy. I'll give it a look. Yeah, that, that, that shit is crazy. This, uh, uh, you got anything you want to add to that? Uh, nah. Like I said, it was two different, uh, two different presidencies. Um. Granted, you kind of want your pick now to just do the best job you can, but I don't know if that's gonna pan out the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, no, the game, the the game is definitely a rig, so yeah. you know they only different. expect me so much. And they're looking for the new person to worship now, right? It might be Rihanna. Yeah, I don't mind that. Alright, so we getting ready to close this episode out. Before we go, we uh more or less just wanna get into some of the hopes and, and, and the aspirations that we uh have going forward. Speaking into existence, yeah. Uh yeah, so we we really just uh we wanna turn it up with this with with, with the, 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 the goal of all twenty twenty is turning it up, running it up. That's that's the goal. So um in in everything we do we are striving to kick it up a notch every with every effort with every chance with every turn kicking it up a notch maximizing the potential of an opportunity capitalizing you know uh with that being said we got a lot of you know a lot of different things in store for y'all just as far as the podcast is concerned, lots of cool merchandise. Absolutely. It's on the way. It's on the way. Contests, giveaways, um, events, different different types of events. I got a lot of things up my sleeve. And, um, it's all coming down the pipes. Yeah, I'm, it's all coming down the pipes, and I'm really looking forward to uh, you know, seeing these things come to life. Um, it's been real dope, honestly, like just even... Right now, we just some of the uh, feedback that we've been getting. Uh, people really fucking with our shit. That's always appreciated. You know what I mean? It's definitely appreciated, never taken for granted. And um, it, it's really got me, you know, hopeful for what's next, what lies ahead. Um, I'm looking forward to six months from now, just the possibilities of what may be. So. 
definitely, definitely have to look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're here, man. We, we here. in here now. You know, 2020. What more? What more can I say? Right. Soon it'll be 2750. 2750, man. Starting now. 2750 starting now. So, uh, with that being said, listen, you got anything you want to add on? Before um, we close this out, I know, you know, we, we done held the people long enough. We got to let them go, man. You know, let let shit go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think my inspirations for this year is just more personal stuff, but the podcast was definitely like a, it was, it was a lot of just like, I wanted to see it was a lot of talk, a lot of speculation, and to see it actually come true and be successful on any level was just great to see. This brings a smile to my face. Because, I mean, granted, when I originally had an idea for a podcast, it was just going to be me ranting about different sports stuff in this basement and well, in a recording studio. Um, for 30 minutes at a time, shoot out episodes, kind of like Bill, um, what's his name? Bill Burr. Bill Burr has a podcast that does the same thing. Okay. But it's just him, like, just working out jokes and stuff. Mm. And I was just going to do it that way, but then I realized I need somebody to bounce these ideas off. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try something different. I'm going to do something real different. And then, you know, one day at the Fillmore, we came up with this idea to fucking do this podcast. And that was years ago. Here we are. Right. Finally. You know Shout what I'm saying? You know, it's, 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 it's definitely some shit that I'm proud of. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know? Sidebar. Did they record a, um, so you know that Cassidy battle, right? Mm-hmm. Did that happen at like the TLA or some shit? Yup. Cause I thought it was weird, and I was like, "Yo, is that Ty and Isaiah in the back?" You gotta show me that. I'll show it to you. But yeah, now I know for a fact that's Ty and uh, mm-hmm. Isaiah in the back, like making sure nobody fight. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah, Arsenal really violated it, man. Yeah. You know that. But um, yeah, man. You know. We uh really want to turn it up. I I appreciate all the support. We appreciate all the support. Absolutely. Um, I think um my aspirations for this year is just to do bigger and better things. I think uh we're uh, we're getting up there in the episodes, so I'm gonna need y'all to start waiting by your phones to get ready because you know we might be getting a, a guest feature. On the most illustrious podcast ever. Definitely got some of those up the sleeve. Uh, we 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 putting them and piecing them together as we speak. Just making, you know, just just really trying to you know do the best that we can as far as just you know putting on the best episode that we possibly can. Yeah. So, you know, in due time. In due time. If you may be interested in you know coming on to the show. You can get with either of us. Um, I kind of forget the email address at the time right now, but whatever their DMs at seven fifty radio official. Facts. 
You know what I'm saying? We like, working on that blue check. Yeah, like reach out. How my is if you want, you know, want to guest guest feature on the show, whatever, whatever. How like this if you got a nice topic for us? That's cool too. That too, you know, we can do that. We taking questions, all types of things. Like, ask me things. There it is. So, you know, without any further ado, we gonna go ahead and just you know signing off. Uh, Happy 2750. You know, happy 2750. Well...